All right, we are back. In our third segment, we sometimes mention obituaries. There's a few people whose lives are worthy of some mention at this moment. We started out with that iconic theme song from the great uh, 60s TV show Route 66. And started out by noting the passing of Martin Milner, who starred in Route 66 and later on Adam 12. I understand that as recently as maybe a decade and a half ago, Europeans came over to America after seeing reruns of the TV show in Europe and attempted to follow their route across the old Route 66. A show about two restless young men roaming the highway in a, in a red Corvette convertible. Mr. Milner portrayed Todd Stiles, a young man born to wealth but suddenly broke when his father died and left him nothing but the Corvette. George Maharis, his co-star, was Bud Murdoch a hardened survivor of New York City's Hell's Kitchen. Together they toured the country in Todd's new Corvette, meeting all kinds of people and becoming involved with their lives. The series was said to have inspired by Jack Kerouac's novel On the Road. Route 66 was the only TV show filmed entirely on location in the early 60s, moving to new towns and cities for each new episode. We note also the passing of another TV icon, Yvonne Craig, a trained ballerina who toured, who toured with the celebrated Ballet Russe de Monte Carlo, but became world famous by dressing up as Batgirl for the third and final season of the Batman television comedy slash drama. Yvonne Craig got chosen for the Batgirl role because of her ballet background. Her high-kicking prowess served her well. The producers banned her from punching bad guys because it was too unfeminine, but said she could use her feet. After Batman was canceled in 1968, Craig racked up more screen credits, notably as the green-skinned slave girl who tries to kill Star Trek's Captain Kirk. Uh, does Donald Trump on line one? Hmm. Is this really Donald Trump? No, it's his brother Billy Bob Trump. What do you think? The Donald's in the house, and you should be glad. Well, we didn't say we weren't. You're you're about the hottest okay. ticket. You're about the hottest ticket since Sarah Palin went from governor to vice presidential ballast. Look, I'm not sure what that means, but I can tell you that she will have a place in the Trump administration, Doug. What Secretary of Energy? Shimony. No. Sarah hates that department. And while I respect her drive and critical thinking, Doug, and what a hot babe she is, especially for a woman who's popped out five kids. You know, plenty of dames drop on down the chute, dog, and next thing you know, they look like the Macy's underdog blimp. <laughs> but look at Sarah. Oh, my. That, that silky chestnut hair. And frankly, Kim Kardashian has nothing on Sarah when it comes to a world-class ass. Well, I'm sure her husband certainly appreciates your critique. Hey, I had a great time with Todd and with her, okay? I took him to the boom-boom room at the Standard. Doug, they ate half the scampi the chef whipped up that night. And like I was saying... Sarah is someone I want in my administration, Doug, but somebody that's probably not meant for the cabinet. Well I, get, well, I imagine her hot looks would be just too distracting. Frankly, yes, Doug. She was a beauty queen contestant, you know. That's something I know a little about. Where do you think I get my wives? I'd prefer to use her as an ambassador large. By the way, I would use Jeb in my administration, too. Well, what with his Mexican wife and half-breed kids, he's perfect for helping me deport the illegals. And the thugs, the government of Mexico keeps busting to our frontier. I put him to work in a heartbeat. Well, now, what, what evidence do you have that the Mexican government is sending criminals north? Doug, how much evidence do you need? Well, some, some evidence would be a good start. Go down to Arizona, Doug, or Los Angeles, the second largest city in Mexico, they tell me, and just look around. What do you think you'll see Mexicans doing? 
Well, I imagine they'd be washing our dishes, picking our crops, and working the low-wage jobs Americans shun. What about all the rapes? <laughs> what rapes are these? The rapes, Doug, the rapes. The ones taking place every place your Chewy from Chihuahua goes. Don't tell me about these hombres, okay? I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, since when? America does not care what you think. America cares what I think. It's not the Doug's greatest hits. It's Donald Trump's greatest hits, okay? I think there are some nasty muchachos out here itching to nail our babes, especially the blondes. Good God. And if El Chapo, Guzman, Chalupa, whatever, has something to say to me, he could come to the Big Apple and say it to my face. Let him come on Hannity's show and debate. If he's not too busy climbing through tunnels and selling drugs to our kids, that is. Well, you know, I, actually, I don't think he speaks English. <laughs> yeah, how typical. They come here and expect everyone to habla espanol. You don't see me going to Univision and demanding they speak the King's English, do you? Look, Trump is going to win the White House, even if California votes blue, Doug. I'm reaching out to hotbeds of anti-capitalist sentiment like Davis and Chico to let you know you have two years to wake up and smell the coffee. Now, that's Trump coffee, by the way. Yeah. And if we don't? Then maybe I'll make parents Secretary of Education and jack up those student loans your California kids keep whining about. Let's see if let's see what your precious George Soros will do for you then. And I guarantee you, West Coast schools will not be in the BCS championships. When the top talent of Compton gets free rides to the University of Florida for Texas, you'll be stuck. I'll get a kick out of seeing you guys run a West Coast offense with Filipinos and Mung in the defensive secondary. <sighs> Mr. Trump, what exactly separates you from the other racist, ignorant buffoons? Money, I would say. Plenty of dough. Yeah, I see. Look, nobody listens to some Georgia cracker with bad teeth, Doug. Trump is a different story. The Trump brand. I go around in limos with fluted glasses for the Dom Perignon. It just reeks of class, Doug. Yeah, it, re it, reeks of, it reeks of something. When I say things, they need to be taken seriously. Even from a guy with orange hair, huh? It works for Reagan. Look, nobody listens to bald guys. Who in their right mind would buy an Upper East Side apartment from Telly Savalas? Who? And who'd buy kennel ration from Snoop Doggity Dog? Never let yourself go bald if you're planning to do deals. Deals. Anyway, two years I'm giving you guys. Two years. I, I see. When I kick out those Mexicans, there's going to be a need for more dishwashers. Get on the Trump bus now, and you might work for a hedge fund. Keep mouthing off, and your college kids will find themselves swapping the guacamole off the dirty place at Chipotle. Pancho will find himself unable to do it, because they'll be back in Tampico fishing for skipjack. Word to the wise, pal. I gotta go. That was Donald Trump, the GOP frontrunner, and may God help us all. Speaking of help, as we close, I want to quote from Rachel LeBrock's editor's note in last week's Sacramento News and Review. Said Rachel, as a journalist, I'm typically loath to cross the line between editorial and advertising. Reporters do the reporting, analyzing and writing that fills pages. Salespeople sell ads that keep those pages in print. As such, it feels pretty weird to talk money, but strange times call for strange measures. In June, Sacramento Mayor Kevin Johnson sued SNNR because he wanted to stop the paper from gaining access to his emails. Emails, he claimed, were protected by attorney-client privilege. SNNR disagrees. The mayor used these emails to involve city staff in supporting efforts to dismantle the National Conference of Black Mayors. In other words, he used city hall resources in private matters that have nothing to do with Sacramento. These conversations should be public record, and SNNR is fighting for access. 
She goes on to note the legal bills are in excess of $30,000 and notes this is where you come in. SNNR has launched a GoFundMe campaign aimed at offsetting our legal costs. For more details, listeners can visit www.gofundme.com slash SNRlegalHelp. And we want to remind you that there will be an event at 1022 next Wednesday, September 16th between 5 and 7 p.m. This station also needs your continued support, and there will be some fundraising efforts this fall. We'll do our part to keep you posted about those developments. But that pretty much does it for today's program, which was produced by Edward McMillan. Our thanks to Steve Alexander for helping us out today and actually starting us on this journey so many years ago. We'll see you next week at the same time. And the week after that, we will um, probably be starting to bring you the best of Radio Parallax for the fall quarter with the assistance of Mr. Graham Smith. We're looking for a buzzword to close with today. And it was suggested we do something similar to what Dan Rather once did at CBS, which was to close with the word courage. Our contributor from Los Angeles, Don Rose, suggests we don't simply ape Dan Rather, but try to do something similar. Thus, today we will follow his lead and close with not courage, but porridge. (laughs) You can make of that what you will. We'll see you next week.